Today is Thursday, December 10th, 2020, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. We'll start off with that Weather Command forecast. Before we get started with that forecast, I've got a bit of a special weather statement from the National Weather Service. I'm sure you've noticed it's been quite foggy earlier this morning, starting to clear up, and it should continue to dissipate as we move into the early afternoon. If you are driving through fog, just slow down, allow extra spacing between vehicles, and turn on your headlights. For the rest of your Thursday, mostly cloudy, highs 30 to 35, south winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, colder and mostly cloudy, patchy fog through the night, lows 15 to 20, southeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the northeast after midnight. Friday, cloudy, highs 20 to 30, east winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Friday night, cloudy, 20% chance of snow, lows 15 to 20, east winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Saturday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow in the morning, highs 25 to 30, east winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the northwest 5 to 15 miles an hour in the afternoon. Saturday night, partly cloudy, lows 10 to 15. Sunday and Sunday night, mostly cloudy, highs 25 to 30, lows 10 to 15. Monday through Tuesday, mostly cloudy, highs 20 to 30, lows 5 to 15. Tuesday night and Wednesday, mostly cloudy, lows 10 to 20, highs 30 to 35. The influx of grasshoppers in Montana is expected to get worse next year, according to Phillips County MSU Extension agent Marco Manukian. It wasn't sprayed last year, which we did very little control, and it didn't get hit by a vehicle. It laid eggs, and there were lots of egg layers as we got on towards the end of summer. To prevent grasshoppers from impacting your acreage, Manukian says early scouting is key. We get to end of May and the beginning of June, we really have to start going out and, and looking on a weekly basis because just cool, wet weather in the spring may only delay the grasshoppers. Grasshoppers are much more than just a nuisance to farmers and ranchers as they can cause significant economic damage. The USDA predicts the hardest hit areas on the High Line will be in southern Phillips and Blaine County, but other areas will see impacts due to migration. Manukian suggests reaching out to your representatives in Congress as well as your local extension agent to advocate for more funding to protect agriculture from grasshopper infestations. If you'd like to read more on this topic, just head to HighlineToday.com. Haver Public, Schools Superin- Haver Public Schools Superintendent Craig Mueller spoke with new media broadcasters to discuss the Board of Trustees' decision to move to four days a week of in-person learning next month, provided Hill County's COVID-19 daily case rate is below 50 per 100,000 people and the positivity rate is below 10% on January 8th. We used that date to give us a window of time from the Christmas holiday and the New Year interaction with families and communities to kind of see where we are as far as the spread of the virus at that point. You know, it's the hope that both of those criteria will be met. Mueller says, although the current hybrid learning model hasn't been ideal, it has worked as intended which was to help the community in mitigating the spread of the virus to provide education in a face-to-face manner. Even though it wasn't to the degree that some people wanted, we still were able to hold school and have that student and teacher interaction. Although COVID-19 numbers are down in Hill County from record highs earlier this fall, the case and positivity rates would need to continue to drop for the conditions to be met. For more on this story, also head to HighlineToday.com. 
Open enrollment for the Affordable Care Act ends December 15th for those who need to enroll, re-enroll, or switch health insurance plans through the Health Insurance Marketplace. Montanans that need help enrolling or have questions about health insurance can contact the free helpline 406-430-0005 to speak to a certified health insurance navigator. The helpline is from Montana Navigator, a free grant-funded program operated by First Choice Services and funded by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. If you missed the open enrollment period, you may not be able to get coverage again until 2022. For more information, visit acanavigator.com. That's acanavigator.com. Taking a look at local COVID-19 updates. We'll start with Hill County. They were notified of 12 new COVID-19 cases Wednesday and had 23 people meet the recovery criteria and had one new hospitalization. The active case count is now at 143. This is the first time since October 10th the active case count for Hill County has been below 150. Overall, Hill County has now reported 1,457 total COVID-19 cases. There are three active hospitalizations, 1,282 people have recovered, 32 have died. Over in Phillips County, they appear to have the most acute outbreak right now on the High Line. They reported another nine new COVID cases yesterday, had 19 recoveries, and had one COVID-19-related death reported. Their total case count is up to 357. 49 cases are active, three people are hospitalized, and nine have died. Over in Blaine County yesterday, they reported six new COVID cases and had eight recoveries. Their total case count, 559. 33 are active, one is hospitalized. 506 have recovered, 20 have died. Over in Liberty County, they announced this morning that they have no new cases over the last few days, and they've had five recoveries. Their total case count is up to 97, and six are active. They have previously reported one COVID-related death. Meanwhile, Shoto County has not provided a COVID-19 update as of late. If they do provide one, we'll make sure to pass it along. Turning to state news, Today's COVID-19 daily updates in from the Department of Public Health and Human Services. And today, Montana reported 779 new cases, was notified of 10 new COVID-related deaths, had a drop in active hospitalizations of two, and had a drop in active COVID cases of 177. The total case count in Montana is up to 70,892. 488 hospitalizations are active, 17,117 cases are active, and 781 people have died. The counties with the most new cases today, Yellowstone 147, Gallatin 109, Flathead 77, Cascade 56, Missoula 48, Butte Silverbow 39, Lewis and Clark 31. A Montana nurse who had been critically ill with COVID-19 is improving. Officials at Billings Clinic say registered nurse Ellen Edland was sitting up and talking with her caregivers Wednesday. Just two days earlier, she had been on a ventilator and had a device that oxygenates her blood. The AP reports Edland was hospitalized in late November and moved to the intensive care unit a short time later. Edland has worked at Billings Clinic for over 15 years. Police in Missoula have arrested the suspect in a shooting death. Sergeant Travis Welsh said Christopher Lance Newrider was arrested at about 4.30 p.m. yesterday at the apartment complex where the shooting took place. Prosecutors have filed a deliberate homicide charge against Newrider for the death of 33-year-old Sundance Ron Leon Hernandez. An arrest warrant set bail at $1 million for Newrider. The Missoula County Jail roster does not yet list any court appearances for Newrider. Investigators say they found a weapon near the Clark Fork River in the area where Newrider was last seen after a Tuesday shooting. The Montana Health Department's 2019 shutdown of an alternative teen treatment center in northwestern Montana is final. The Department of Public Health and Human Services said yesterday an administrative law judge upheld the department's removal of 27 children from the Ranch for Kids near Rexford, Montana. 
The ranch did not appeal the ruling, making it final. The health department removed the kids from the ranch in July 2019 after an investigation turned up reports of egregious, chronic, and persistent child abuse and neglect. Children's behavior was punished through isolation, intimidation, forced walks, and limiting food. Officials with the Ranch for Kids have not returned messages seeking comment. Montana's Supreme Court has upheld a lower court ruling that canceled state approval for mining on private land north of Yellowstone National Park. The unanimous ruling also found that lawmakers violated the state constitution with a 2011 law that prevented district court judges from blocking projects even if environmental issues remain unresolved. Lucky Minerals has been seeking to explore for gold, copper, and other metals just north of Yellowstone near Chico. Chief Justice Mike McGrath wrote in Tuesday's opinion, that allowing mining to proceed while environmental reviews continued would be analogous to a mandatory aircraft inspection after takeoff. For the third time this year, a court has ruled that Montana's Public Service Commission has ignored energy law in setting prices for a wind or solar farm. The AP reports District Judge Kathy Seeley ruled the commission underpaid Caithness Beaver Creek for electricity. It was scheduled to sell to the state's largest monopoly utility, Northwestern Energy, as part of a proposed $500 million wind and battery storage project. The Caithness project was scheduled to become the first renewable energy development in the state with battery storage. That would have made it possible for the wind farm to provide energy even when the wind isn't blowing. And now, taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat is $4.96, spring wheat $4.81. Blaine County, winter wheat $4.86, spring wheat $4.76. Liberty County, winter wheat $5.01, spring wheat $4.81. Shoto County, winter wheat $4.96, spring wheat $4.81. And Phillips County, winter wheat $4.81, spring wheat $4.71. And that does it for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening. And remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Stay safe out on the roads. And please continue to do your part to help flatten that curve.